Hello, ladies and gents. This is Casey Campbell, and you're listening to It's Tempting. You better buckle up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's another episode of It's Tempting with me, Casey, Casey Campbell. So this is part two, you guys. We're going to finish up episode seven and then we're going to do the majority of episode eight. So I have a shit ton of notes on what's about to go down. Yeah, I've got a lot of notes. Okay, so we're going to get through this, but a lot happens, as you guys know. And a lot of you guys have been waiting for my opinions on this episode. So we're going to dive in. And per usual, this episode is brought to you by Love Shop Toys. Anything and everything that your heart desires when it comes to getting your sex life right, they can provide it. So go to their Instagram at Love Shop Toys or their website, loveshoptoys.com slash tempting. Use code tempting for 10% off. And yeah, you guys, it's the best. I've got all sorts of goodies from them and you can have goodies from them too. So again, loveshoptoys.com slash tempting. Use code tempting for 10% off. Okay, so finishing up episode seven. It's time for Caitlin's video message. She's walking with a purpose. She hopes that Hall still wants to make their relationship work and that he's been working on himself. She says worst case scenario is that Hall will no longer want to get married and that would be heartbreaking. So now he has his video message and it was lame as hell. Okay, I uh, I was so disappointed in this message. He says that she's strong and dependable and caring, beautiful inside and out. He says they came to the island knowing they needed something and that something was missing. He hopes she fully embraced her time here to work on herself. He has and has now found true happiness with himself. That was vague as hell. If I was her, I would be pissed too. Okay, like how, what? you what are you supposed to get out of that okay then we have oh this was kind of wild so first off Michaela she's all sorts of chipper okay and I will say because I've been praising Michaela so far in my recaps that she's been respectful I have no problems with her how she's handling all this but a lot of people in my dms were telling me that this is when we're gonna see Michaela's true colors so here we go Again, she's all chipper. She says, hi, Caitlin. Way too excited. Okay, way too excited to be addressing the fiance when you're the other woman. I will say that. She says she's had the most amazing time getting to know Hall. Direct quote, never in a million years did I expect to fall for someone on such a deep and emotional level. Caitlin like shifts back in her like seat for a second because yeah, that's wild. Again, direct quote, Hall and I share all of the same family values and he is everything I've been searching for in a man, future husband, and father. Yeah, moment of silence. Then she thanks Caitlin for bringing Hall here because if you had not, I would have never experienced true love and would have never met my soulmate. Holy shit. You guys, if they didn't end up together, like, because I know that they end up together from the reunion, I would say she's absolutely off her effing rocker, okay? This chick has balls and zero, absolutely zero respect for Caitlyn. 
That was crazy. Okay. She called future husband and father. My soulmate. What? Like this girl that you're telling that to literally has a gigantic rock on her ring finger. Like it's just the absolute audacity. Okay. Caitlin says the message was so over the top facts and Hall's message was very surface also facts and she didn't get anything out of it so she doesn't really know what to think and now it's Hall's turn so I put how many messages is this man gonna get because I thought he was gonna get a lot of messages but then I was disappointed because I think it's just Caitlin that sends him messages and he doesn't know what he's going to see, but he's torn up inside thinking about it. I don't know why he keeps saying that. Like, you're not torn up inside. Like, you've already said, like, you've moved on. Like, just own it. Like, dude, own it. Stop pretending that you're upset. It's getting annoying at this point. The message is Caitlin. She's crying and she says that she loves him so much. And she feels she's crying and she says that she loves him so much and he will always be her greatest love and she feels like he's truly the only person she's opened her heart to she loves the life they built together and she appreciates everything he does for her but she knows they came here to explore their emotional connection as a couple direct quote hearing you doubt question betray what we have and me as your partner really hurts and she's not sure she can forgive it again she wants to be loved and she deserves to be loved and cherished and to feel absolutely secure in her relationship and know that I am the one for my person amen girl she hopes they can take what they are doing now and that there's still a possibility to come together to grow as a partnership and family wow Hall is just slow nodding the whole time. She loves and misses him so much. And then she's crying a lot. And then he starts crying. So he says the video message hit him in a much needed spot. And it's made him realize that he knows what he wants. And then he kind of says to nobody. But you you know that he's talking to production. Um, Can I please talk to Caitlin? I put in my notes. Oh shit. He immediately gets in a car and heads over to Caitlin saying he's ready and then he waltzes into the girl's villa omg like i'm not gonna lie this is wild i can't <laughs> wild she says o-f-u-c-k he says he can't wait any longer he cares for this girl and she deserves to finally hear the truth from him again he is walking with a person purpose she's grabbing her heart okay she says what are you doing here I put on my notes sheesh like this was like stressful you guys this gave me anxiety she again says what are you about to say he grabs her shoulders and says he has to talk to her and she says no no you guys it literally gave me the chills like that whole thing like how that how episode seven ended I was like oh my lord I was watching it recapping writing my notes I literally got the chills because you can just tell she like she knows it's not good and that's the end of episode seven so now let's start episode eight woohoo I'm stoked you guys I am stoked because the sooner we get through season five the sooner we can start recapping season two and then I'll have guests on I can't wait to have another guest I'm not gonna lie I gotta get Katie on here on a real note maybe some season five people I had someone in my DM say that Vanessa may like would be interested in possibly going on but then they gave her the link to my (laughs) podcast and I fucking win it dang it 
I've been doing so good. I freaking went in on her the first few episodes. So I hope she doesn't hate me because I, I've had a change of heart. You know, production did you dirty. I was just like recapping the footage. But now I feel bad because like I actually kind of like F with you. Like you're dope. Anyways, episode eight starts. Girls Villa. Hall, again, walking in with a purpose. Caitlin is shook. He says that he can't make it much longer without talking to her. He tells her to sit down and to listen to him. And you can tell, like, right off the bat, she knows what's going on. She may not want to believe it, but she knows what's going on. She wants to know what he has to say to her, and he's whispering and emotional and says, just please listen to me, okay? Please listen to me. She says, of course I can. Oh, Lord. Yeah, this is painful. This is sad. He starts by saying he's always been lost and then she immediately says, oh my God, it's a joke. This is a joke. I will say I had a very similar reaction when I went through this, except like that was before I went fully into the trenches. (laughs) So I don't think she ever goes fully into the trenches, which I talk about later and I'm very proud of her. But I said the same thing. I was like, this isn't real. There's no effing way that this is real. She says, just say it. What do you want to say? He has his head down and then he drops a bomb. I have never had a real emotional connection with you. And in all caps in my notes, I put in eight years. You're just now realizing this like you're a grown ass man. Like that is wild to say to someone after eight years. Like, I'm sorry, but you're too old to not know what an emotional connection feels like. And you're too old to be staying with someone for eight years that you don't have an emotional connection with. Like that's absolutely insane and so irresponsible. It's like, I'm not mad at you for now leaving her because you're finally doing the right thing by leaving her because it's not fair to her and how you've been acting for the last eight years. You're a complete and total coward. So I'm not mad at you for leaving her, even though the way you did it is effed. I'm mad at you for lying to her for so freaking long. Like that is insane. He's never felt an emotional connection. Like, holy moly. What about like when you proposed her? Like you're literally down on one knee asking her to spend the rest of her her life with you and you don't feel an emotional connection? Like that's insane. Bro, check yourself into a mental asylum, okay? Because what? Who does that? Oh, Lord. He continues saying that he's tried his entire life to find that connection. She was the best person that he's ever met in his entire life. And she's just staring at him. Direct quote, so I forced myself to go back to you and I have been lying to myself. And she says, and to me, and yeah, this is what I put on my notes. Bro, if you had to force yourself to go back, why the hell did you propose? Like, it does not, like, make it make sense. Like, please explain to me. If you, in your mind, like, literally had to force yourself to go get back together with someone, what about that made you think, like, Oh, I should ask her to marry me. Like, let's be together until death do us part. Like, what? Oh, I could go on forever. She's starting to look away and you can tell she's just annoyed, which, yeah, like I would be freaking annoyed too. He tells her he's never seen true love in her eyes and you could tell she clearly doesn't agree. He says, the day I proposed to you, I never saw true love in your eyes. And now she's super annoyed and starts getting emotional. She wants to know why he would come back into her life then. Great freaking question, okay? And he says, because I thought you were the one. And she calls him out for being selfish. His biggest fear is hurting her. 
she says he's done it twice now and then she puts her hands over her mouth like this poor girl like he's an absolute moron like an absolute moron she says is this real we're really done she's much calmer um than I was (laughs) but I had the same reaction (laughs) much calmer I wish I handled it the way she did okay like damn like she's handling this like a boss um he confirms that this is real and she's just blown away he says he's not the one for her and she deserves so much better and he's crying a little bit she says she doesn't know what to say and when he starts saying that's okay over and over again it just seems like fake as hell he's like that's okay that's okay it just seems fake I didn't like it I don't know he was giving me the ick She says, this is deja vu, direct quote, this is what you said before, and now you're just going to leave again. Again, not blaming her at all, but this is also why we need to learn our lesson, because it's like, if he said these words to her before, like, I don't feel an emotional connection, you're not the one, I don't see true love in your eyes, and it's like, he left for a year, and then he comes back, it's like, I don't know like you shouldn't be able to get back together with someone that told you that they don't feel an emotional connection with you you know like we just we got to get better about learning our lesson and knowing what's right for us and I and I don't mean that just about her like I I've done that same thing a lot of people have done that same thing we all just collectively need to like learn our lessons a little bit better and stop I, I went on the, I went on and on about this a few episodes ago And then he confirms that he has found someone and her mouth is just like open and she sarcastically tells him, you're welcome for bringing you here. He says she does, she knows that he wasn't looking and then she asks him, do I give you the ring back and everything right now? And he says that's up to her. He says he gave that to her, but he knows that they aren't meant to be together. Good Lord. I will say I found out that he didn't pay for the ring from the reunion, which I got a lot of questions. So I can't wait to watch the reunion to like kind of know more about that. Because if he didn't pay for it, it's like, Caitlin, I hope you kept that and sold that. Like I would sell that shit so quick. <laughs> I would like sell it like while I'm still on the big island. Like sheesh. Um, I put in my notes, I have mixed feelings about this, which I don't know why I put that in my notes. Why did I put that in my notes? I think because like kind of what I've been saying this whole time, um, like I'm stoked that he's finally letting her go, you know, like that's, it's the right thing to do. It's not fair to her. She deserves better. She deserves to be truly loved. However, It's like you've known this Michaela girl for like 10 days on Temptation Island. You've known Caitlyn for eight years. You have a life, a family with her. Just the way like it's just so silly. You know, it's just really, really silly. That's I think that's why I have mixed feelings. It's like I'm stoked for Caitlyn because it's like you're finally free and this is such a blessing in disguise and it's the best thing that's ever going to happen to you. But it's like, bro, like grow up, you know, like this is pathetic. It's like little boy behavior, you know? It's like you finally like, oh, I found a girl that's like, will say anything that I want to hear. And it's like your head over heels in 10 days on a reality show. It's just silly. He says he proposed to protect her. Huh? And because he thought it was the right thing to do. Bro, I got news for you. That's not a reason to propose at all. Like, at all. She says she can't believe this and she thought he came here to say let's get married. Oh, that's sad. He says sorry and she says she doesn't want to be here and leaves him there. Again, I she she handled this well. 
like really, really well. Like I'm proud of her. She's crying in the confessional and she says she's always known she deserves better. Direct quote. I just wanted to be with him. I wanted to make it work. And I will say, you guys, I've said it once. I'll say it again. When it's right, it just works. Like you can't fight it. Okay. I believe in fate. When you're meant to be with someone, things are just going to align naturally when it's right. It should never be forced. It's like you're going to like randomly run into that person. You're going to like see something that reminds you of that person. So you're going to reach out or they're going to reach out to you. It's like things are just going to happen in life and it's just going to flow and it's just going to work. Okay. Like there's, if you ever feel like you have to force it, it's not, they ain't it. She says, he clearly doesn't care about me, so I need to focus on myself and what I want. It's just selfish. And again, you were, I put, you were going to be way better off. Now she can thrive. It's the best thing to ever happen to her. I will stand by that because I lived it. I'm a living testament to it. Like, I promise you, like, you're going to look back. I mean, I can already tell on social media that she already is living her best life. Like, it's just the best thing. Blessing in disguise. Dodged a bullet. She's walking away fast, I will say, from Hall. So then she walks up to the girls and the girls' villa, and you can tell she's, like, very shaken up. And she just says, what am I supposed to do right now? We're done. Hall's out there right now and just said he fell in love with someone else. The girls are shook, okay? Again, this is one of the only times in an episode where I literally got the chills all over my body because you could tell the girls are just devastated for her. They say, what do you mean? And they get up really quick to go over to her. And I just put like, these these are good friends. Like you can tell like these, they love her. Vanessa says, you're effing lying. And Paris says, are you serious, Hall? Because he silently like exits the building behind them as they're like hugging. So she looks at him like, are you serious, Hall? I will say production is dirty for that. Like they could have like escorted him out like this, the side of the house or anything to like make it not awkward, but they wanted it to be awkward. They wanted him to walk by while the girls were having that moment. So to see what the girls would say. So Vanessa, she's just absolutely blown away. She's saying no effing way. And then Caitlin tells them about Michaela's video and everything that she said, all the outlandish, outrageous things that Michaela said in that video. Paris's mouth is just open, hand over her mouth. Okay, she's like blown away. Poor Caitlin is talking so fast, trying to get everything out. Okay, she's just like, she's so flustered trying to get it all out. And I just can't wait till the single guys hear this because I think they're just going to be, I don't even know what kind of reaction they're going to have. Vanessa's just sobbing for her. And Caitlin comments how she doesn't even have tears anymore, which relatable, honestly, when you go through something like just so heartbreaking and traumatic, sometimes you can't even like form tears because it's just too much. Vanessa just breaks down. She's holding her, saying, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This She's a freaking girl's girl, you guys. Like I said, I kind of went in on Vanessa the first few episodes. One thing you can't say about this girl, she is a girl's girl. When she, like, loves you, she's going to take care of you. And, again, I just – I love seeing this side of her. She's, like, holding Caitlyn's head and her face. Caitlyn confesses that – um, 
she thought that when he came, like when she saw Hall come in, that he was going to say he wanted to leave and doesn't want to be here anymore. At this point, all the girls are crying, even Maricela, because I feel like she kind of kept it together more than Paris and Vanessa did right off the bat. But now she's crying. They just keep saying how sorry they are. This whole thing is so sad. Okay, this whole moment, heartbreaking. And honestly, like, thank God she has these girls. I literally put in all caps in my notes, like, this is so much better than what I went through. Like, let's discuss for a moment. Because like me, you guys, I had to wait till the final bonfire. So it ruined my entire journey on the island. I didn't form like any real connections because I was just stressed and anxious mess. I couldn't eat food. I lost like 15, 20 pounds. Okay. I looked like I had an eating disorder. I was seeing a psychiatrist. Once I had my final bonfire, I had a panic attack on national television. I had a panic attack in an Escalade with one producer, got put in a van with a psychiatrist for two and a half hours, got driven through McDonald's, couldn't eat my food, got put in a hotel room by myself with nobody for two days it was horrific what that production team did to me okay and I'm not gonna lie I can joke about it now I had real ass trauma you guys I couldn't watch the movie Talladega Nights for like years because that was the movie I watched on repeat the entire night I was in that hotel after the bonfire, I just sat against the headboard with my arms up to my chest, holding my, I mean, my legs up to my chest, holding my legs, watching Talladega Nights on repeat for like five hours till the sun was rising. Okay. It was horrific. So I will say, I feel like they let it go down like this because of what happened with me. I feel like they learned their lesson because they knew it's like, this is a big deal. They were together for eight years. Like this is an engagement being broken off. Like they were like, let's learn from the Casey and, and her ex situation and let's like be better because what they did to me was very wrong. And I'm glad that they learned their lesson, truly. Vanessa is in the confessional saying she just feels so hurt for her and how unfair it is. She's so emotional that she literally has like a tissue like blowing her nose and like drawing her eyeballs. She says, I just hate how selfish men can be sometimes. It's not fair. You can't treat someone like that. She has a big heart. Like you can tell she has a big, big heart, which is probably why she has such a guard up and like comes off so gnarly sometimes because it's like a defense mechanism. Caitlin says he didn't even look sad and it was just all about me, me, me. Maricela is speechless and she's just looking at the other girls and then Caitlin says he he fell in love with someone in two weeks the girl we don't like oh she's a friend sheesh I wonder why they didn't like her probably because she's like coming on the hall so strong Vanessa finishes off with uneffing believable and then it pans to Hall in the car driving back to his villa and he says it was even harder than he imagined because Caitlin wasn't expecting him to say that. And his arms are like crossed in the van. I mean, I, he does look upset. I will say that. I feel like he should be more upset. But I mean, he looks upset. Alrighty. Where are we now? Okay, so then we're back to Caitlin. She's telling the girls how Hall thanked her for bringing him here so he could find someone and all the girls and gasp. Maricela's mouth drops open. Vanessa, funny as hell. That's all it effing took. I'm Michaela, And she does it in that little like high-pitched voice. LOL. She's like, that's it? 
Yeah, and I was like in my notes, yep, that's it. It's honestly pathetic. It really, really is. It's like at least wait till the end of the journey. This is my thing. I just, well, actually, no, because you're, I do like that he did it this way because like I said, the way that they it went down with me was honestly horrific and I wouldn't wish it on anyone, not even my worst enemy. So I will say, even though this is really messed up and just like pathetic, honestly, it's better that it happened this way. And I really do stand by that because I'm not joking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish what happened to me on anyone. Like I don't want to get emotional. Ooh, I, yeah, I wouldn't. So it's, it's good that this is how it happens. So yeah. Okay. Going on. Cause wow, I can't believe I just got a little emotional. So Caitlin says she hopes his family loves her and they have a great life. And Vanessa's holding her hand. So then he says that she'll never really know that he did come to this island expecting to marry her and be with her. And I just put like, hold up, bro. Okay, because last episode, you said you've always known she wasn't the one. So it's like, pick a lane. Okay, this is, this is my problem with you, Hall, is you, you're you all over the place. It's like one second, you're saying that you've always known that she wasn't the one and you've never had an emotional connection and like, it, you've always known like, it wasn't meant to be and you're forcing yourself to be with her. But then you're saying like you genuinely came to this island to like be with her and marry her. It can't be both. You got to pick a lane, make up your mind. And that's why Michaela, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to be worried. You need to be scared because this man, he doesn't know what the hell he wants. Okay. Like he, he couldn't figure out what he wants if his life freaking depended on it. So you're just like the new fresh fun thing. And honeymoon phase can last up to nine months okay I don't know if a lot of people know that honeymoon phase ain't one month two months three months that's like nine months to a year scientifically and statistically you don't really know someone for a year of dating them then you start to see their true colors so I'm just saying I if I was a betting woman I wouldn't bet on Hall and Michaela making it he says that oh we just went over that so I said pick a damn lane so then Caitlin says she feels like a fool and I just put like never like don't ever feel like a fool like you're not a fool like he's a fool seriously it's like you're again you're a grown-ass man like you should have handled this long before Temptation Island so now we're at the guys villa and then the guys after their video message they go back to see the single girls in the living room after their videos and you can tell Michaela immediately notices that Hall isn't there Rob is telling everyone that um, seeing Vanessa has a lot to change in their relationship and he doesn't think she's going to change it. So he he doesn't have a lot of hope for Vanessa, which I'm curious how things are going to change because I know they end up leaving together. So I'm just, yeah, how is that going to change? Michaela is stressed, okay? She's just like fighting emotions silent. She's getting all fidgety on the couch. Like you can feel the like stress coming off of her. Chris says that seeing Maricela's message made him realize that he's right about everything he thought and accused her of and he's happy that he didn't send her a message. This is another man who's all over the place because after he saw her message, he said that he feels guilty because she said that she loves him and now he doesn't know what to think. But then in front of the people and in front of Alexis, he's saying that it made him realize he's right about everything and he's happy he didn't send her a message. So it's like, again, pick a lane, like pick a lane. These men are all over the freaking place. It's not normal. 
Rob says that once you cheat, you can never go back. Quote, once you have sex with somebody, the relationship is never the same again. Facts. That shit destroys everything. I'm a strong believer in that. Like, I just... Once someone cheats on you and, like, literally gives their body to someone else, it's like you can try to work through it. And I think there are couples that do where they're able to go to therapy and, like, forgive. If the behavior really has changed for good and it, like, never happens again. However, I just – I'm a strong believer. It's always going to be in the back of your head forever. You are you can forgive, but you're not going to forget that shit. It's always – your relationship is always going to be a little bit tainted by that 100%. I agree. Great is silent, so they ask him what's up, and Nafisa wants to know if he feels like him and Paris can work it out and wants to know what the message was to him. Great says that Paris wants him back – no, sorry. Great says that Paris wants him to get his act together and come back to her. Alexis says that she thinks Paris is manipulating him. And honestly, I hate when the single girls do it. I also hate when the single guys do it. I hate when the singles comment on stuff they know literally nothing about. It's like you guys, at the end of the day, we got to remind ourselves, you just met these people. You don't know what goes on in their relationship, what happens back at home for the past two years, year, five years, eight years. It's like you can't make big statements like that about someone in something that you don't know anything about. Great says he's just going to keep focusing on his journey and what he's doing. And I will say, like, this this conversation they're all having on the couches in the living room has kind of been going on for, like, a minute. And Michaela's, like, having a full-blown panic attack over in the corner. Like, has no one realized that Hall isn't back yet? That would be, like, my first thing when I'm sitting on the couch. I'd be like, oh, like, if we all, like, came back from a bonfire and, like, Katie wasn't there, I'd be like, yo, like, where's Katie? Like, why are we not addressing the elephant in the room? Michaela has definitely noticed that Hall is not there because now she has her hand over her mouth. Her body language is all sorts of off. And finally, Rob asks, where is Hall? And Michaela asks if anyone knows where he is and they say they don't know. Des asks Michaela, do you think he feels confused? Because the thing about him is if she's learning how to be more emotional and open, that was the one thing they needed. Des just casually being the most rational one in this house about Caitlin and Hall's connection. It's like, thank you. Like someone is being rational for once. So Michaela, upon hearing that, throws her head back and she starts crying. Rob asks her if she's good and she says she just knows Hall is definitely going through it because he's not out there with everyone and she feels guilty and they all tell her not to feel guilty and I will say, I mean, this situation isn't her fault, but it's beyond effed up. So I don't get why everyone is telling her not to feel guilty because she was a huge part of essentially breaking up a marriage. <laughs> okay, like they were engaged to be married. So it's like, again, I never like blame the other woman when there's cheating involved because it's like that's not the person that made the commitment. The man is or whoever was in the relationship is the one that made the commitment. However... You you sent a pretty outrageous message to his future wife. And yeah, you like I don't think they should be telling her not to feel guilty because it's like she's definitely a big part of this scenario. 
Alexis reminds her that even before Michaela came into the picture, Hall knew that he didn't want to be with Caitlyn, which honestly makes it even more effed up that he came back and proposed and is lying about his intentions of coming to the island, okay? It, it just reiterates that he just has been lying his butt off for like a long time. Again, I'm not mad at him for finally growing a pair and ending things. I am mad that he's lied as long as he has. It's just, and lied about his intentions coming to the island. He at least should have been like, like, I don't feel an emotional connection and I want to go to Temptation Island to see if I can develop one or if it's there. Not like, I want to stay with you and I want to get married. Like, bro, figure, figure it out. Alexis tells her that she can't put that blame on herself, which I will say, like, that's, that's, has nothing to do with Michaela. Michaela's in the confessional, super, super emotional. She's rocking back and forth, hands on her knees. I'm a big body language person. I've said it once. I'm saying it again. Body language. I think even like scientifically, like 85% of like communication is portrayed through body language, which is crazy if you think about it. She says they, uh, that they, all the guys like listened to the video message and all the guys came, came out, but Hall has not. And then it's back to like real time and she's getting off the couch going outside and Alexis kind of goes after her and she's wondering where he is, what he's thinking, is he avoiding her? And I will say it's like if you're gonna be the other woman, it's like you gotta know that all of this is gonna come with that, okay? This is what you signed up for. Like as soon as you were like okay with being the other chick, like this is what you signed up for. You gotta be strong enough to handle it. She's telling Alexis outside, they're sitting down, that she doesn't know where he is. Direct quote, I know he's going through hell and I just feel guilty. Maybe I should tell him we are just friends. He's broken her heart once and it killed him. So if he thinks he's going to do that again, he's going to be torn up. And I will say, like, one thing I do like about her, I mean, at least she realizes, like, the severity of the situation at this point in time. Like, what he's doing to Caitlyn is really really wild and like just heartbreaking and devastating and it's messed up okay so at least she realizes the severity of it she continues just seeing him happy and not confused would make me happy again like she's known him for two weeks like it's just wild. She says this is making her realize she really does have love for him because you just want to see that person happy when you love someone, even if it's not with you. And she is crying a lot. Alexis is just listening. Michaela continues by saying how she really let her walls down and let herself be in the position and she's just shaking her head. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you got to be strong enough to be the other woman. Like, this all comes with the territory, man. Like, this is this is what you signed up for. I just, I don't know what to tell you. She won't stop saying that she feels guilty. That's like the theme right now. She keeps saying it over and over, over again. And honestly, it's starting to get annoying, like as a viewer. She says, I knew that he was engaged, but I couldn't help it. And like, that is not a good sentence or a good look. Like, I just, I would have refrained from saying that out loud. Alexis is holding her and hugging her. 
And I'm going to just say it right now because of how long this is going on. I feel like production probably made Hall stay in the car for an hour so Michaela could have a breakdown. Like, that's just how production works. It's like, they were like, okay, we need to make this dramatic and we know Michaela's going to go off the rails if, like, Hall doesn't come back from these video messages. So let's just, like, keep him in this van for, like, an hour or two. We'll get him some snacks. We'll get him some Red Bull. We'll tell him that we ha we got to set up filming. He has no idea that they're all going to be in there filming. Like, that is... That is a hundred percent like I I would die on that hill that that's what they did they wanted this they wanted this breakdown okay they created this breakdown I see I know reality tv too well now that's why I feel like I, I'll they'll never put me on another show because I feel like I'm outing myself on this podcast it's like I know how it works like I wouldn't be able to be fooled you know on another show so now we're back to the girls' villa. Maricela says they're getting it tonight, LOL. They're all drinking wine. Vanessa is laughing, saying that's not the solution. Maricela says Caitlin needs fun, and Caitlin agrees that she needs a distraction. And then, boom, in come the single guys on cue. And I'm going to say Sebby and Mike are about to be really stoked because their girl is single, and they don't even know it yet. Yeah, I'm actually, I was curious what their reactions are going to be. And I will say I was actually surprised by Sebi's reaction. And it made me think even more that his feelings are genuinely like real. Mike asks how the girls are doing and Vanessa says they've been better. And then Caitlin drops the bomb and says they are going to cheers to new beginnings and then some, one of the girls says, and to Caitlyn being a single lady, Sebi looks shocked. His eyes get gigantic. He's like leaning over. His hand is over his mouth. Everyone is silent. All the single guys are silent. You feel the tension in that room. Like nobody knows what to say. And then it just shows like how much they care about her, you know, and like the, that bond is already kind of there. Which I feel like I'm always like contradicting myself. It's like, oh, like you've known these people for two weeks, but then I'm like, oh, the bond is real. It's very confusing, you guys, because you do. I don't want to take away from the fact that in this environment, like you're with each other like seven days a week, 24 hours. Like it's you build these like bonds and connections very, very, very fast. So it's hard because I'm like always like, oh, like you've known each other for two weeks, but then I'm like, oh, like they really care about each other. I think in the moment, you think you really know these people and that you really care about them, but then you go out into the real world and then as time goes on and you get further and further away from filming, you start to realize that these people are strangers and you really don't know them the way you thought. At least that's my personal experience. So then she tell Caitlin tells all the single guys what went down when Hall came over and all the single guys faces are shocked okay like it's very clear that not one of those men knows what to say or how to act and again you guys this I I can't harp on it enough people wanted to know my opinion this is my opinion the way that this went down and I know you guys are pissed at Hall a lot of you guys are pissed at Hall okay and I I'm annoyed with him too however the way this went down is so much better than what I went through. I'm honestly a little bit pissed about it. It's like I was the guinea pig and it went so freaking horrifically wrong that they finally got their shit together and they made it different for Caitlyn. But 
this is so much better because I wouldn't have needed so much therapy, you guys. If I could have like after that bonfire and that meltdown, I could have like calmed down with the psych and then gone back into the house or not even had a bonfire. If I could have got dumped, had my meltdown, had my panic attack and then like went back with my girls, talked it out with them, had them holding me, hugging me, telling me positive things. And then all the single guys come in and they're all like, talking with me and giving me positivity and then we all party together and then spend a few another couple weeks together I would have been a different woman it would have been a different show so um yeah I'm not gonna lie I'm a little bit pissed (laughs) I'm a little bit jealous but I mean I'm glad for Caitlin though because this is honestly so much better I would have just cried with my girls and then I would have partied as a single girl with the guys right after everything would have been amazing Caitlin tells um, the single guys that Hall wants her to find her person. Mike is in the confessional saying, I don't know what Hall's thinking. He's not a man. Everything he's done up to this point has been cowardice. Facts, Mike, go off. And just inhumane towards someone that he should love. Inhumane is a strong word, I will say. Like, woo, you said it. You believe it. Uh, Yeah, it is. It's pretty wild. Bryce Tells Caitlin when they're all sitting in the circle, Bryce is one of the first single guys to speak up and he tells her it's a blessing in disguise and Christian immediately agrees. They say, um, he says it definitely will be a blessing in disguise and she will find the right person soon and that he's sorry. I put in my notes, all like these guys are so good. She says he's selfish. He's always been selfish. So I wish him the best of luck. Sebastian man he's like going through it this is how this is why I know like he really cares about her because he's you could tell like he's struggling watching all this he's one of the only men who still has not recovered from what she dropped on them his hands have not left his mouth this entire time he has not said a single word word Christian says good riddance and then they all cheers to good riddance and then finally Sebastian like snaps out of it and we hear from him He's in the confessional and he says, he just let go of a girl. I loved this. He's so sweet. He just let go of a girl who's not only beautiful, but she has her shit together. She's smart. She's funny. Her personality is amazing. So like, yeah, I don't even want to talk about him. He's a loser. Yes. Snaps. Cheers. Go off, King. I couldn't have said it better myself. Love it. Sebastian gets up off the couch and he goes over to her gives her a long hug and he's like rubbing her back and says we'll talk after and one thing I actually really do like about him and Mike does it too sometimes as well I like that he always talks with her privately because on this show it's like you're always having like very serious conversation in like groups of people or like in front of a lot of people and for me I'm the type of person where I don't like talking about like very emotional things like in a public manner which is like very it's doesn't make sense because I have a podcast that I get very vulnerable on but I'm talking about like in my personal life it's like I don't want to talk about personal things like within a group like if you want to talk to me about like emotions and feelings and like something I'm going through or you're going through I want it to be like private you know like I'm a private person when it comes to my personal life and I love that Sebastian is always like when it comes to the serious stuff he's always talking to her privately not in the group 
Christiane is telling Meticella that he was expecting Chris to send some real manipulative shit. And Maricela agrees. She's grateful she didn't have to see a message from Chris. She says, I'm free to live life however I desire. And I will never let anyone tell me what to do again. And then she kisses him under that gorgeous Hawaii sunset. Now we're back over to the guy's villa. Everyone is in the kitchen. And everyone is all coupled up. And Nafisa says, oh, everyone is in relationships here. Love it. L-O-L. Michaela's like solo doing the dishes, panicking in the middle of all these couples. And I'm just going to say, she's going to die when she sees Hall. Like, and she says, I ain't to like Nafisa after she says that little relationship comment. And then, of course, right after that goes down, Hall waltz, waltzes in. It's dark now, okay? When he talked with Caitlin, it was like daylight, and now it's dark. So production, they kept him away for dramatic effect for like a long-ass time, okay? Like, they really wanted her to get in her feels. Because, yeah, it's it, they kept him away for a minute on brand of production. He says he's so worn out coming in the house. He's had a very emotional day. Um, He's experienced every emotion love happiness sad scared frustrated upset angry happy again why are you angry that was the one thing I didn't like it's like you're angry at who it better not be Caitlyn I hope to god it's not Caitlyn like check yourself he's exhausted and all he wants to do is talk to Michaela and then in the confessional he says that's all I want to do he walks in, joking around, saying knock, knock, and Michaela freezes immediately. And she's, she, you can tell she's kind of fighting a grin when she first sees him, but then she's just silent and she's looking down. All, everyone's saying they, they missed him. They're all hugging him. And he says, now, now, before, now, now, before I do anything, I'm going to take my lady for a talk. You know, that's, that's how he sounds, Loki. <laughs> so. She says she really, she's in the confessional. She says she really feels the feeling she has is mutual because she's never felt this way. I will say, you guys, she seems very convinced. So maybe it is true love because there is, you know, those few times where it's like when you meet someone, it's just immediate, like what Mark says, lightning strikes. And it's like when you know, you know. So, may, and I think that's rare, but I mean, I do think it does happen. So maybe she, she, she seems very convinced this is real love. And I think for her it might be because like this in this confessional, I was like, dang, like she's really in her feels. And But I will say I think Hall is a dipshit who doesn't know what he wants and never has known what he wants. So I think maybe for Michaela it's real. I think Hall is just a moron. She says there's no way he doesn't feel the same and she cannot imagine leaving this island without him, but she doesn't want to be naive and she's scared. That's so crazy that she can't imagine leaving the island without him. That's why I'm like, I'm thinking like she has to really feel this way because she's making just gigantic statements and that's just crazy. So they sit down in his room on the edge of his bed. He tells her about the video and what and. It was exactly what was expected in his eyes. And he went to go have a conversation with Caitlin in person. Michaela won't even look at him. He says, I told her that we are not meant to be. You have shown me what I am missing. I am no longer engaged. And I put in my notes, her reaction is kind of weird so far because there kind of is no reaction. I feel like she, she should have a reaction to that. He says, no pressure on you because we are having the time of our life getting to know each other. 
He's sorry he put her through that, but he had to handle that. And I will say it irks me that he's more apologetic to her than his fiance of eight years. Like, I don't like that. It's it's weird. He has no second guesses on his decision, even if she wasn't there. So he's basically saying even if Michaela wasn't part of the picture, he would still do what he did. Now she's starting to have a reaction. She's resting her head on his shoulder and wants to know and he wants to know if she's feeling better and she says yes and she says that she still she still feels bad but she's following her heart and she can't control what her heart wants. Okay, I will say I believe in that. Okay, your heart wants what it wants. So if she believes that, I mean it is what it is. She says that she feels guilty and she needs to learn to not feel guilty and he says he's going through that battle with her. Alrighty, you guys. So we're going to end right there because, like I said, I have a lot of notes, okay? And I don't want these episodes to be too long. So we'll finish up this episode, episode eight, and then we'll do all of episode nine and maybe a little bit of 10, okay? And then the following week, I think we'll we'll be able to finish or at least get pretty close to it. So we're flying through, the shit is getting good, you guys. Um, so yeah, Caitlin and Hall no longer together. You guys wanted my opinion on it. I think it's shitty that he stayed with her for eight years when he knew that she wasn't the one. I think he's a coward. I think he's a liar. I think that he has no idea what the hell he wants. I think he's way too grown to be acting this way. However, however, I think it's good that he finally let her go. I think she's now free to live her best life. This is the best thing that's ever going to happen to her. It's a blessing in disguise. I think she should sell that ring immediately, put it in her savings, go on a little vacation. Uh, what else do I think? I think that the way it happened for her, I'm so glad that he did it during this portion of the show and didn't wait till the final bonfire because like I really will die on that hill. I would not wish what happened to me on anyone in this universe. Like... No, absolutely not. It's it's like talk about inhumane. That shit was inhumane. So I'm really glad that she didn't have to go through that. And I'm glad that production learned their lesson from me. It's very clear that they learned their lesson because they didn't allow that to happen to her. As soon as they realized that Hall was going to end things with her, they were like, okay, like if he wants to see her, like let's let him see her. Like let's do this the right way. And I, I respect that. I'm glad that they learned um and i think that's it you guys so i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episodes again if you guys have any questions or concerns it's temptingpod at gmail.com go follow the instagram at it's tempting pod my personal at call me case please if you would like to go like and subscribe to either apple Podcasts or spotify please leave a review please leave a five-star review whatever you like i will see you guys next tuesday have a fabulous rest of your week Love you all. Bye.